right. Welcome back to the NRT Podcast. It was, was it snowing earlier today? I'm trying was to think, it? actually. Because I... Okay, I'm, I'm, I know I'm just like... I saw this, snow yesterday. This just came in my mind because I kept seeing on people's thing. They're like, it's snowing today. Oh my God. I saw snow yesterday and it was snow in April and got really upset about it. So it's very possible. I usually I usually say what the weather's like. And then I realized like five seconds ago, I was like, wait a minute. It snowed today. But you can make it's like, it up. It's like, well, I could wait. I could make you it up. Just... There was a tornado in State College. <laughs> it was April. It's April 22nd when we're recording this. Um, Everyone and, quick, run to your windows. Yeah. It might be back. It might be back. But uh, yeah, uh, thankfully we have uh, the directorial staff for Gruesome Playground Injuries here today, which is going live this weekend. Um, we got, yeah, we got Anna, Kira, and Drew here. And I, I want to just ask Anna really quick, um, if it's possible, you can just give a quick summary of the show, what people yeah. can expect when they tune in this week. Of course. Yeah. So gruesome playground injuries. Uh, it's about Doug and Kayleen, who are these two uh, friends who have grown up together throughout their entire lives and have gone through just about everything um, that, you know, you can you could possibly go through, honestly, in life. Um, and they learn about how to um, deal with uh, deal with things with their families, with each other, with other people. Um, they learn about themselves and their relationships and what it means to have a relationship with someone, not just a romantic relationship, but a friendship and someone that that can be there for you, that you can count on, um, someone that can possibly help heal you from your emotional uh, mental and possibly even physical um, injuries that you get when you go through life. All right. So this is your first show ju- directing, like, yep. like being a director for. First one. And uh, I mean, talk talk about that experience. Like you're, I mean, I mean, you've had experiences with assistant directing, and you've been in, a, in numerous shows for for NRT. But what what was this, what was it like? Um, just in, initially going into this being your first show that that's that's really your yeah. um, res- big responsibility yeah yeah I mean going into this I definitely was a more than a little nervous I mean coming up on like all of the assistant directorships that I've like tried to tried to work through has all been um, COVID has had other ideas so I've kind of gotten very limited um, exposure to like directing in general. Um, so it was definitely daunting coming in and then coming up with all of these contingency plans and other things that, you know, again, because of COVID and because of the situation with uh, possibly online or possibly live and all of these things has just kind of been um, a little bit all over the place. So I think it's been it's been a lot of like a lot of big things changing constantly um, has kind of defined this experience, but it's, it's something I was so excited to, to do. Cause I've always wanted to direct with NRT. So I'm really glad that I got, got to direct. Um, and I hope to, I want to keep doing it. So yeah, it's been a crazy ride, but fun. Yeah, absolutely. So like, this is also like a, a first for, for uh, you guys, the eighties. So this is like your first, uh, 80 experience with with an NRT show or Carrie, what you're saying what 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 show were you involved with that you were an AD before it was not quite full AD but I was a production intern for the Heidi Chronicles I did a lot of um like historical consulting on that so uh, I did the poster and the fashion and the makeup and that sort of thing and that was a lot of fun I, re- I remember that I remember that now so yeah like when, when you when you're coming to that like that's a real big like uh was that your first uh NRT show involvement as well yeah it was 
you get the full form experience for that one. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it was that was that was a lot of fun because I remember that was the one right uh, right after uh, break and coming back for uh, the last bit of uh, fall 2019. Oh, and yeah. uh, well, a lot of stuff has happened since then, but <laughs> at least we're able to keep on trucking. And Drew, is this your first NRT show period as well? Yeah, um, I was just a student in Anna's class last semester, and her and James and Blake asked if I would join the club. So yeah, it's pretty new. I'm not sure that we asked you to join. Like, we, we definitely wanted you in this school, let's be clear. But I think what happened was Blake and James came up to me with this idea to invite Drew to a pasta night because they just decided that everyone in this class was in NRT except for Drew. So we had to just just attach and just bring her in. So it was just pasta night with Drew. And as soon as that happened, I was just like, I'm jumping on this and I want Drew here forever. That's awesome. You've been recruited. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but that's okay. How, how how are you guys putting this show together? Like, um, how's it going to be? Uh, are you filming it? Uh, where's, uh, where's it happening? Where are you filming it? And stuff like that. Yeah, so we totally, um, totally had a bunch of different scenarios that we were thinking of throughout this process. Um, but we're having on Friday. Um, so, I mean, tomorrow, um, as of when this podcast is being recorded, but um, we're having the uh, understudies version of the film. Um, so we filmed all of the scenes with both the main cast and the understudy cast, just in case COVID um, decided that we could not have our actual performance um, that we were planning on doing. Um, so we got word that we could use Schwab, which is unbelievable. And I am so thrilled, um, but we're gonna be having our uh, in-person show on Saturday. Um, and that's going to be live streamed from Schwab. So we had the film version as kind of like a backup, but we figured, you know, let's let's also premiere that because that also looks really cool. And, you know, give the, everybody a chance to get to see what Jacob and Kathleen, our wonderful understudies, have uh, have really been able to do with this show. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, this is a, it was a, a really neat thing. I kept seeing people being able to use Schwab Auditorium this, this year. It's weird because, you know, we're always... Uh, stuck in our classroom setting not to <laughs> the joke about it but uh it, it was pretty neat to be in such an old uh cool venue um yeah. for a lot of these shows for and sure i mean schwab in and of itself like hearing that we were being offered schwab was crazy i mean nrt has never gotten to do things in schwab before so being yeah. told that that was something we could do blew my mind yeah. a step up for a year until we yeah. get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, we have we have dressing rooms. We have an actual oh stage. Gosh. There are lights. There are like microphones. Like this is this is crazy. <laughs> this is cool. It's yeah. above our budget, usually. <laughs> usually. Um, <laughs> so, how is this uh, directing experience for um, this for for the ads? How's this directing experience been for you guys? Like it's, it's it's your first time really assistant directing and, and getting into a show like this and and not only that but it's it's also kind of a, a a virtual format in a way, so how has that experience been for you guys? It's been a lot of like everybody wearing a bunch of different hats and doing a bunch of different things at the same time. Um, as Anna said, the nature of our show has been so up in the air for so many months and we weren't really sure what it was going to look like in the end. Um, and then you know it's. Me, as a tech director, my role shifted from just maybe doing some editing and camera work to figuring out how lights in Schwab should function. 
uh, as well as doing some like voice work and character work because I'm also an assistant director and not just a tech director. So it's been a lot of, <laughs> everybody's very dedicated though and everybody's doing kind of everything that they possibly can for this show considering there's so much that needs to be done and we're quite a small production team. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, being my first show, I really had no idea what precedent there was going to be. And it was it's just nice that everybody is so hands-on with everything that we do and that they can adapt when we have to have a in-person rehearsal or one on Zoom. Like everyone's just very versatile. Yeah, this because there there's a lot of I guess leeway there. Because who knows things can happen. You might have to change your schedule and uh especially in crazy times like this, you gotta kind of adapt to the situation. So I think it's pretty cool that you guys were able to do that. When this, uh, when proposals opened up for spring this year, uh, and, and you wanted to propose a show, you knew you wanted to propose a show. What made you want to choose this show? Yeah. So, I mean, in high school, I had looked at the show in one of my, uh, theater classes and I was just, I was blown away by the, the kind of show that this was. There's a lot of shows that are very, um, like over the top, overly dramatic, overly cliched. Um, and I think like, you know, not not like cliche, but there's a lot of shows like there's a lot of like Disney shows or big like like uh, musicals, all of all of these things. And uh, Gruesome Playground Injuries was one of the shows that I um, was the first show I had read that was real, that was more real, that took characters and p placed them in a more um, in a context that I thought audiences could more interact with, could understand, could um, could relate to. Um, so it was something that I was just blown away by and that I've loved ever since. So I knew that this was something that that I wanted to do. And it just kind of fit into place in terms of like with with COVID and everything, I, I knew small cast would probably be the best. Um, and it was something I was comfortable with and really familiar with, um, etc. So I know that there's that that was something that just kind of fit um so yeah that, that's everything that I it, it was everything that I wanted wanted this show to be and wanted everything that um, I wanted my first directing experience to be yeah I know a lot of people like also I guess we didn't really have the the chance to this year but a lot of people would choose like I know people would choose like big 12 person casts for their first shows and stuff and and sometimes then you know I mean it's not like they can't handle it but it, it gets like it gets tough for a while but now you're able to right. really focus on um those that you have like you have your your cast members and then you have your understudies as well right um, yeah i had consideration of doing a um a larger larger show um and definitely i absolutely this was the right choice to make sure for just to get get familiar with the process you know because it's a completely different process even from what people have done in in high school or in other clubs or kind of thing nrt is a very unique uh, kind of situation and process that we go through um so being able to like get used to it with a smaller group of people um, definitely that helped tenfold. So you guys, um, the ADs, when, when you saw that, uh, that this show, maybe we, we, maybe we kind of touched on this before, but what really made you want to choose to assistant direct this show? Well, um, Anna knew that I did a lot of stuff with, um, special effects makeup and this show is really intensive on the like special effects. Uh, and so that's sort of what initially drew me to it was because I knew I was pretty qualified as well with, um, as with editing, since that's sort of something I do with my major a lot. Um, but the reason I think I stayed was I read the script and the dialogue is really well written. And I really appreciated how uh, it's stylized in some ways, but it feels more real than a lot of the things that I've read. Uh, so it came for the special effects, stayed for the script. Gotcha. And, and, and Drew, you were, you were recruited 
for this one. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, Anna definitely like took me under her wing for this one, which I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, that's okay. But yeah, like I latched uh, on. Yeah, I just I latched on. <laughs> <laughs> just I think we we just briefly touched upon this, but what really went into filming? And I'm not sure how like how how that's working. I know like there's stuff in Schwab you guys are able to use and stuff like that but what are the processes I, I don't know maybe Kira you'd be more apt to speak about that sure so for the um kind of short film version of our production we rented cameras from MTSS and then we sort of set up in random places around campus and filmed in public which was an experience um but it was fun and so we took a couple different takes um the different casts spread out over mm, two or three weekends um, try to condense as much as we could within very long work days, but uh, we'd show up, film, uh, do any of the special effects makeup beforehand if that was required. Um, and it was really sort of, we could go at our own pace, we could do retakes, we could just, you know, do it as we felt we needed to do it. Uh, Schwab's going to be completely different because that's essentially a live show. So we have to preset everything, all the <clears throat> special effects makeup have to be applied beforehand and uh, We'll be, I think Drew is setting up the cameras for the live stream or at least supervising that in some regard, um, which is different because that doesn't require editing. So very fun, but very different work approaches. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just really neat. You guys get to kind of look at all facets of, of this as well. Yeah. And there's definitely a different way that we had to like look at like when we were doing blocking, for example, we had slightly separate blocking for when we did a filmed version versus when we were doing the version on Schwab stage because we have very different spaces, as well as different like regulations like we all, for example, with COVID we all got tested when we um, whenever we had filming weekends, we all had to get tested um, and make sure that we we're all being safe, etc. Um, so we were able to do things like a little bit like distance was less of an issue um, because we were all making sure that we were being safe outside of it. We were tested all of these things, but um, on Schwab stage, there's tons of other restrictions that we have to put in place. So everything was a little bit of like, there was a lot of back and forth that we had to do with translating it as well. So it's a very like different like experience that we get to see both of them, but they're also both so cool in and of themselves for different, different reasons entirely. So talk about the cast real quick. Because uh, this this is a this is a heck of a cast, and and not only that, but you you have uh, multiple people playing the same roles. And I'll have a question that comes into that in a, in a minute. But mm -hmm. um, just talk about your experiences with the cast throughout the the show process. Yeah. So I my two uh, lead actors are both people that are new to NRT. Um, so there was a lot that that went into trying to um, figure out how NRT worked, explaining the process, explaining the show, explaining what was required, all of these things. Um, so it's been, you know, just, just kind of all over the place. But I think that my actors have done, so, this, this script is entirely, there's so much dialogue in this and there's just two people. So the amount that's required from the actors is above and beyond. And the fact that these, these two, and they're both underclassmen as well. Um, so my, both of the, both of my guys, um, understudy and main are both, um, freshmen and then both of my girls are both sophomores. So they have done an unbelievable amount of work on this show and have been unbelievably dedicated to to trying to make sure that things are turn out the way that they the way that I know that they can the way that they want them um, to turn out. So they've been just going above above and beyond. You're kind of adapting. I mean, not only are you doing two like different styles of, of the show, but you're also you have multiple people essentially playing the same roles. So I talked to 
Brian about this um, uh, a couple weeks ago for the last five years, how it was like kind of adapting um, to two different approaches of the, the same character. So what has that been like for you guys? Because you have uh, multiple people playing the same roles just in their own way. Yeah, so I'm going to, I mean, so for a lot of rehearsals, what we would do, would we would like split up and take them as separate, like two separate pairs because their, their interpretations of the show are, it, it makes sense. I mean, completely different, which, you know, everybody has different interpretations of characters and they're both interpretations are beautiful. Um, and I, you know, I wouldn't trade them for the world. So being able to like work with each of them separately um, and really like get hone in on their character that they want to work on, separating them during character work, making sure that they are, you know, watching each other to make sure, like when, when it came time for filming to like support each other and be there for each other, but also making sure that it was very clear, you know, this is your individual version of this show and it's going to be your version it's not you don't have to match what the other people are doing it shouldn't be the same as what they're doing um so being able to like kind of make sure that they're make sure that they know that and make sure that they um they feel comfortable doing that in their acting i think it's really it's really neat when you get this opportunity because shows mean different things to to everyone who's involved with them uh it's kind of cool when it gets to come out like that i'm gonna kind of try and encompass this whole thing real quick um so at the end of the day this is your last like week really working on it overall encompassing it and this is for all, all three of you guys what uh what is the show experience meant to you big question i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> um i mean I have learned so much about directing and I, I mean, I hope that Kira Drew, I hope you guys have also <laughs> learned some things. Um, but I just, I've learned so much about, um, about the process, about NRT, about what it takes to direct, about the things that you have to think of. Cause there are things when you're an actor or doing tech or stuff that you don't even remotely realize are things that you have to be on top of and things that you have to be considering. Um, so it's taught me so much about how to, how to adapt to, to different situations, um, and, and how to work with this group of people. Um, yeah, that's what it's just, it's been all about like a learning experience and it's been something I'm so proud of. Like, I cannot explain how unbelievably proud I am of everybody that's working on this show because everybody, like we've had so many changes and so many unexpected things that have happened, um, both inside of and outside of the, both directing staff and cast and everything that we've just had a lot of people have had to take on roles that they either weren't expecting or things that have come up that we needed people to uh, pick up, et cetera. But everybody has just been so on top of things. And I, this has just been the absolute most that I could possibly ask for from the people that I have. You guys, Kieran, Drew, what, what is the, the show experience meant for you? Like in the long run, you think? I'd follow that. Um, <laughs> from, the, from the technical aspects of like, oh, we have to turn this around so quickly and get these all these things done and we have a very limited amount of time and we're constantly changing. Aside from, you know, that aspect of learning how to work really, really quickly, I think I learned a lot about acting. I did a lot of work with um, uh, playing with voices because our uh, characters are age eight to age 38. So obviously the voice changes between those ages. Um, so I learned a lot about acting, but also sort of, I guess, how to direct that and the importance of asking questions and how asking questions and not necessarily having an answer in mind, but whenever you're asking somebody who's reading a line, like, what does this line mean to you in a, in a way that seems almost unrelated to the script can be more helpful than trying to tell them what your own idea of something might be. So, yeah. 
I'll say that I also, yeah, going along with that, um, it really helped me to like learn how to take on a leadership role a lot more because I definitely am more of a person who likes to sit back and watch everything happen and then to comment on it. But this was like a new experience for me to just go forward with like what I thought right away. And it was, it was a nice change. I'm really glad you guys got to do your show. Um, I know it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait to, to see it. Speaking of which, how exactly can everyone watch this show, your performance, uh, those performances? and Yeah. Uh... Yeah. So YouTube, the beauty of YouTube is a wonderful thing. And that also hopefully means that it'll be around for forever. I really hope. Um, so, um, but it's, we're going to have a YouTube link out um, a little before um, showtime on uh, Friday. Um, for the film version. And then it will, we're also going to, we're live streaming from, uh, from YouTube as well um, on Saturday at eight o'clock. So seven o'clock on Friday and eight o'clock on Saturday, tune into YouTube. We're going to send out links once we like officially get the, the right links. I'm not exactly sure what, um, what that's going to be just yet, but we're going to send out the links so that everybody can, everybody can jump on. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much uh, again for coming on here and, and talking about it. I hope you had a good time. Uh, it was a really fun conversation. Again, I can't wait to can't wait to see your show. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, man. Yeah, this is this is great. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks very much for listening to this episode of the No Refund Theater podcast here on podbean.com. If you'd like more information or would like to get involved with No Refund Theater, please contact nertmail.psu at gmail.com. That's N-E-R-T mail.psu at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on social media at No Refund Theater and on facebook.com slash no refund theater. Don't forget to tune into this podcast each and every Tuesday here on Podbean.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks for listening.